Welcome to another installment of Should Have Recorded Multiple Episodes Ahead of Time, also known as Stand By to Stand By, the podcast about the people and with the people of and around live events. I am Stephen Covey, and getting this one out has taken a little extra time, as it will be uh, prone to do. I'm going to keep these things on schedule eventually. But I'll tell you what, another reason to get these things out in time is if you can believe the analytics, and I don't know that I can, but it's all I've got to go by. We, uh, there's already hundreds of people listening, hundreds of you guys are listening, uh, which is pretty amazing. And it's uh, all over the world somehow. So I mean, we, there's, there's people listening in uh, Romania, there's people in Ireland and Scotland, New Zealand, uh, five people in Mexico. So uh, it all begs the question, um, how many of you guys are using VPNs with exit nodes in other countries? Is that what's going on? Or are you actually listening from another country? Is this truly international? Uh, If you are, if you are truly listening from another place, anywhere you're listening from, let me know. Let me know how we can help better uh, service you with this show. What are you looking to hear? What do you like? What do you want? Do you work in the live events? Do you go to live events uh, in the country, in the United States, in other countries? If you do and you have seen something happen and or been a part of something happening, funny or weird or strange or exciting or different or any type of worthiness of shareability, email me. Let's make it part of the show. I'll pop it in. Uh, try to keep it to a thing. Uh, write it or voicemail it, record it, voice memo it. Uh, you can always do that at standbys at standby to standby.org. S T A N D B Y S at standby to standby.org. All right, thank you. So, getting finally ahead to this week's episode, I'm talking with Stu Ween. He is a been in the business since the late 70s, early 80s. He's a uh, longtime member of the union down here. Uh, He's bounced around, done a lot of different things, some film work, some theater work, some industrial work. He has done a lot. He's been around a lot, and he has uh, done some work on himself, which you'll hear about, and he's willing to share, which is really cool. All right, I hope everybody's staying busy, making money, doing well. I hope everyone's having a good season. hope everybody's seeing some shows. And in the meantime, let's get on with this show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Tomas y Caballeros. Uh, here's me and Stu Ween. Stand by to stand by. Stand by to stand by. Hi. Is that your stomach? That's my stomach. These are good mics, dude, huh? That picked up every growl in your stomach. Now, you can hear mine from a different have, room. Have some water. You need a sandwich? What do you, what do you No, I'm good. I'm you good. need a coffee break? You want no, to... no, 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 no. I don't that's, want to... It's just my stomach. Okay. Well, damn. God damn. It talks a lot. I can't wait to isolate that track. I'm going to make that the trailer. <laughs> and here's Stu. Stu. <laughs> so talking about some of the stories you've had. So let's see. Stage is my heart and soul. Right. 
life. Well, but I got into this business to do theater. Mm -hmm. I came in as an actor. So let's start there. Oh. So how old are you at that point? You're doing your acting. Um, roughly. Early 20s, teenager? 19, 19, okay. 20. So rolling in, you're into acting. You're taking theater classes, maybe? I got a degree. Are you doing I, actually, technical theater at the time? Both. I went to a very small school. I went to FIU. Oh, okay. Oh, down but, here. Uh, all of us did everything, which right. was a great, great lesson. I love it, yeah. Truth of the matter is, though, I didn't know which end of a hammer to bang a nail with. Sure. But that's where a lot of kids are coming from. Ex they're taking these classes. They want to be on stage. They're also, you know, building sets and flats and working on audio and electric. There's a little bit of everything and you get a good broad knowledge of the industry. My start in great. my start in theater mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. professionally, I did an internship with the Greater Miami Opera. I was a gopher. Okay, right. For a season. Okay. For a full season. I was getting $100 a week. It'd be an 80-hour week when we were in production. It could be a three-hour week when we were not in production. Was it like a guarantee for the season? Yeah. Oh, nice. And they gave me a van. And okay. for a guy without a car at the time. Right. It was cool. You got a company vehicle. Exactly. Yes. Um, and there's a great story there, too, I'll tell you. Tell me. But we got time. That involves sex, drugs, and rock and roll, so. Well. I was an intern. I still had a big drug, drug problem. Yeah. I was driving the van. Okay. Oh, shit. I went to pick up a very good friend of mine who's in the local now, too. And on the way to her house, I ran into four parked cars. Four? Well, you don't just go small. You go full on, huh? Did, maybe, you, maybe it was three. I, right. Multiple parked cars. So Would you, you like nod off or whatever? Two, yeah. Two of the neighbors, Yes. I know the terminology. Terminology. <laughs> Two of the neighbors were out looking at me. They heard the crash. I get out of the car. It wasn't hurting. I didn't do a lot of damage. I just sideswiped them a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but you're in a company vehicle. Right. Yeah, not great. So <clears throat> it was Quaalude. Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen, Quaaludes are way before me, but my understanding is it's basically uh, nap time with those things, right? For well, the most part. It's, you know? it's, Isn't it a very it, sleepy type of thing? It's that with like a psychedelic with like a, yeah. Jesus Christ. So you're driving on Quaaludes. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea too. Oh, it was in a, a company bad, van trying it was, to it was a bad get idea. started in, a, in an industry. It was, yeah. it was a bad idea. But I mean, you know, as they are though. I made a lot of bad decisions. If they were good ideas, they'd still, you'd still be doing them probably. I made a lot of bad decisions when I was using drugs. You got to go through what you went through in order to get to where you want to be. Very profound. Is that a bumper sticker? No, or? that's, that's. Is that a thing? That people say, I like it. I say it. It's not I, not true. I, I just say, yeah. But you do. You got to get. You got to. You got to go through what you got to go through to be who you're going to be. I get it. I get it. I like it. It's just it's the fear of it because you know again you look at people that are going through it still, and you worry about where are they going to be? What are what are they going to end up at? Is it going to be an okay story? I, I don't have you crash through these cars. It could have gone differently really easily to where you're you know, fucked up leaning through the glass of the windshield or something. But you are how long sober? Uh, actually, as far as their, as far as the, the rooms are concerned, I'm 28 years. 28 years but clean. But I had eight years clean before that. Okay. And I... But 28 years of continuous sobriety. Yeah. That is an achievement in, in and of itself, especially in this business, because there is drug use and less maybe now or different maybe now than it was, but it was a big thing. If you want to get into that, I, I would was, love to. I, yeah, was I, think it's I, was I was a steal in the vein, hope to die junkie. Oh yeah. I mean, I was shooting dope. Yeah, dude. Not good. And the choice was live or die. It wasn't like, 
stop to using drugs. Right. You, were, you weren't going to William Burroughs it throughout, throughout life somehow. Exactly. <laughs> okay, right. It's a fucking... um, and I was useless. I, I was the best stagehand in the world for 15 minutes at a time. Right. And then I'd be in the bathroom for 15, next fix, next 20 fix. minutes. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, not a good space to be. But the older guys who used to go, oh, Stewie's a fucking, and I was. Yeah. The pride I take in it is that I was absolutely useless as a human being while I was doing that. Yeah, it's hard to be And useful. I get to help people now. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, I help people within the program. I help people within the rooms. And that's part of how I stay clean. Right. Well, it's but I can become service, an, right? But I, yeah. And, but I can become an asset mm -hmm. to my brothers in the union. And as an example. There was a time when my phone number was on the meeting list. It would say, have a drug problem, complete anonymity, you know, guaranteed, call this number. And it was my cell phone number. I love it, man. That's a uh, I don't care. About, right. I, you know, call me. You want to, you've got a problem? Call me. No, you've always I been very open. I and can't tell you how many willing. brothers and sisters I put into treatment. That's what I'm saying, man. That's so One that amazing. I was about really... to put into treatment that didn't quite make it. They're not all going to make it. The all you can do is provide re that. Recently. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Um, but what can you do, man? And think about how many people that you have helped. The first step is you come to me and say, I think I have a problem. Well, that's what I mean. But you can help provide that. Well, let me there, show you a way there out. Are, there are many avenues, which, is, which goes down to what I want, was went to this meeting for. And I wanted to let people know that as a union, mm -hmm. there are many avenues of help Currently. in the mental health area. Right. Currently available. There are multitudes of uh, of assistant program through the AFL CIO. I think that's the that's the lead in right there. I think the, if you look for it through the AFL CIO, you'll the, find I it. I have the whole booklet. Mm -hmm. um, you know everything from Christian Family Services to uh, non-denominational ones. But but the Christian Family Services, I'm a Jew. I've been there. Yeah, they've helped me. Same. Um, yeah, usually that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who your exactly. particular Lord and Savior may be. Um, there are a number of outlets for help. Well, and to help in a few ways, because it's not just drugs. We've had suicides. No, no there's a lot of like depression that goes on. It, there's this anxieties. is a very. There's a very. This is a business that produces anxiety, depression. Um, well, lack, of lack of self-esteem when you're working for certain people. And before we get too, too far, so just thinking live event stories, uh, you've gone from so much, you've done, you, so you start, you get into the opera, you're doing some opera stuff. You're doing it at a time when, again, there's there's drinking and stuff going on. Do you How long into that before you get sober? And is it because of or in influence of anybody else around at the time? Is it completely isolated from the business? Because a lot it, of people that should have got sober did not. It had, it, the only thing it had to do with the business is it gauged how bad things got. You know, so I, I shot dope and all that, but I drank. <clears throat> I said to Simi the other day, you know what I miss? I miss four fingers of bourbon after a 14 hour call. Do you though? She said, when did you ever drink four fingers of anything? <laughs> right. Well, there you go. You, you opened the bottle, yeah. and when it, there was nothing left, you were done. Right. You need multiple hands. And I would go in and, Sue, what do you want to do? I'll go up and load weights. Just to get and, away. No, just to Not sweat it out. Yeah. And it would take an hour of, of humping weights, and I'd, then it would take two. Yeah. Then it would be three. It's a then tough I, way to go through Then it, I'd man. have to go through to the bucket of blood for a couple of beers at lunch to get straight. Yeah. And- 
that's where the effect came in. You start going, it's, it's unsustainable, man. It, it, and it got to the point where I was thinking, it, I, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. But the story of how I got sober. Sure, I think that's helpful. Um, if you don't you mind know, telling It me. happened twice because I relapsed after eight years and went on a little. Well, it started the first time. I was on a four-day bender doing blow. Okay. I was up for four days. So my wife would go to work. She'd come home. I'd be in the same spot. She'd go to sleep. She'd wake up. I'd be in the same spot. Just out of your mind. Four days. Yep. On the fourth day, it was a weekend. It was a Saturday. And my hair cutter, a girl, had quaaludes. Yep. And she wanted, she said, oh, you got coke? You can get coke? I'll trade you. I said, hmm. She came over to my house. Mm-hmm. We made the deal. She gave me the quaaludes. I was going to get her the cocaine. And Simi wanted to go with me. Oh. I said, no. She said, what do you mean, no? I'm going with it. We had a big, big fight because she knew I was going to cut it. Right. You're not going to share, be honest and, about it. Or yeah, it's what she wanted. As, her, she wanted her end. Sure, of course. Wasn't, you as know, it goes. As it goes. And I ran out of the house, and I took two quaaludes before I left the house, not realizing I'd been up for four days. Right. Your body's going to go with a chance to sleep? Are you and, kidding me? Uh, oh, on the way to the to the guy's house to get the coke, who actually was a sign and display guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Keep it in the industry. Um, I hit a cement telephone pole doing about 50 miles an hour. Jesus Christ. And my front passenger headlight was in the back seat. She would have been killed. She would have been absolutely dead. God damn. God damn. That was, no, that was God bless. I, yeah, I know. I, it's it's just, that it's, was, it's shocking. It's horrible. I had a dislocated shoulder. Lucky, I guess. I had a dislocated shoulder. I went home. Mm. And she said, You got to go to the hospital. I'm not going to the hospital. Fuck you. I need more blow. I'm dying. Right, right. Okay. Fuck that. You're going to, and she called a neighbor who actually threw me over his shoulder and took me to um, North Miami General Hospital. Okay. <clears throat> and the doctor was putting my shoulder back in place, you know, like a knee in my chest, pulling my shoulder. Popping the socket. And I was nodding out. And he said, I have had people kick me in the balls. I've had people punch me. Right. I've had people tell me my, my mother is a whore. I've never had anybody fall asleep. Right, during this. I mean, it's- And it was the first time I got honest with somebody and said, listen, I've been doing drugs for the past four days. Right, here's where I'm at. And he said, do you think you need help? And I said, well, maybe. Oh, no kidding. And the woman from, the, there was a treatment center there. It was all, you know, it was all- It really is amazing how that works. It's, you know, call it what you want. Meant to be- Call, call it meant to be, call it God, universe, call it what God, it is, sure. universe. Something, it's something. Um, woman came down. Mm-hmm. Said, if you're interested, this is what we do. It's a 28 day program, yada yada. And this was before it was cool, right? To, to go into right. treatment. Sure. This was 1986. And I said, yeah, I'm interested. And she said, well, come back Monday, and we'll talk. I said, Monday, right? I, the fuck two am I days, supposed to do from now? Between that's two that. days late. I'm gonna get fucked up. She right. goes, well, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. She said, if you want it, you'll come back Monday. It seems so and scary, but guess that's what? good advice. Yeah. I didn't get high. Mm. I slept most of the time. And I went back Monday morning, started a 28-day program. My God. Stayed clean for six months. Relapsed. Did everything that... 
I heard people do, you know, you go there and you hear people's horror stories mm-hmm. and you learn. You're like, oh, I didn't even think about you, trying that. You learn where to go. Yeah. I wound up with a gun in my mouth. Oh, God. And that's what got me clean that time. Because now you're like, you're at a point of you don't want to even live with it anymore. Yeah, it's fucked, then man. It's fucked. I, eight years clean. My wife throws me out mm. because I'm clean. Because she doesn't want to be. Well, she's getting high. Yeah, it's true. She's smoking crack. Yeah. I didn't know it. Mm. Sorry, honey. I'm blowing your anonymity on the you know on the radio. It's it's, it's helpful though. And it's, it's, it's not an she, uncommon she would story. Not have, she would not have a problem with. Yeah, it. and it's not an uncommon story. So anyway, there's a guy that we used to work with. Put his arm around me. Knew how distraught I was that she threw me out. So anything I could do to help, man, I'm there for you. I got your back. Winds up, he was uh, dealing drugs to my wife. She moved in with him. Oh, Jesus. Which is fucking heartbreaking. See, and I, I was in denial, didn't think she was doing it. I I was supposed to go on the road with ABT as their prop man. I had already made the deal, signed it the night before I was supposed to leave, two nights before I was supposed to leave. They called me, well, Stu, it's a political thing. We have to give the job to the prop man's son. Oh. He's been around for years. He's been the assistant. We've got to give him this job. I'm sure you understand. Not really. No, this has been a great time to get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> I hung up. Mm. One of the road guys had given me a number of somebody in Europe. Okay. I called. I got a message in German. <laughs> I said, I don't even know if you can understand me, but here's my resume. I'm a prop man. I've done this. This was the prop man of Mickey Mouse Club show. Yada, 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 yada. Right, right, right. Um, if you're interested, call me. I went and I had a little nervous breakdown in the shower. Yeah, easily. A little one. I'm sure I uh, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. think I broke two fingers. Yeah. I fired God. I said, yeah. fuck you. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, what am I supposed to deal with here? And uh, I took the shower. I got I got out of the shower. The phone rings. Now you got to I'm living in the uh, Heartbreak Hotel. I'm living at the uh, Hollywood Beach Hotel. Oh, my God. Just paint. In a studio apartment with a Murphy bed. Um, the phone rings. And it's a woman with an Australian accent. Okay. Yeah, I'm the production manager for Borgie and Bess in Europe. Uh, we're in desperate need of a prop man. Can you get on a plane tonight? <laughs> I looked up. I said, never mind. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. back. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, get I said, me the tonight. Fuck out of here. I said, tonight. No, no, no. She said, when? It was like a Tuesday. I said, how about Friday? Right. Give, give me, me just give a- me give me a couple of days to get. Okay. Your plane ticket will be here. Yada, yada. Goddamn. Everything wow. set up. Wow. And three days later, later, I was in Austria. And probably a really good time to get away from everything. It was the uh, Atlantic fix, you know. I mean, you know, sometimes they say, you know, you can't can't really run away from it. And if you want to find stuff, you'll find stuff. But being able to go on a job and feel occupied. Okay, the recovery end of that is, you know, I had a sponsor who said, you should not go. You're in no emotional state. To go. What's the alternative? Stay and face your problems <sighs> and, and go through what you got to go through Jesus. to get to where you want to be. That's yeah, rough, man. My, all my people that, you know, support, no, Stu, you shouldn't go. You got to stay here with us. We'll love you. We'll hug you. We'll keep you. That's, that's beautiful, at least. Um, I found one guy who had like 30 days clean. <laughs> Dude, if you don't go to Europe, you're never going to go to Europe. I'm listening to you. <laughs> I said, wow, <laughs> cool. You're the guy I'm you're listening the, to. I, and I, oh, and, and of course, I got there and, and <laughs> so, but I went, I went to Europe. I did six months on Porgy and Bess. 
touring around Europe. Touring around, doing one-nighters with that three-floor set. Doing one-nighters. Uh, brutal. When, when brutal. they asked me if I wanted it, it was, you're going to be the prop master, but when you're done with your prop duties, you'll jump in with the carpenters and help them. So you know When what? I signed my contract, it wasn't it. Ugh. But probably good for you to keep busy. No, you I know didn't. What I mean? No, I, I kept busy, but I, I wasn't going to. They were working 20 hours a day and sleeping on the bus to the next stop. Oh, I wasn't. Good. I was 40 at the time. I turned 40 on that tour. Mm. And I was the old man. Yeah, no, that's unsustainable too. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Fuck, man. But you're staying clean. I had my 40th. But you're staying no, clean. No, that's, this is where I relapsed. Oh, fuck. My 40th birthday, they broke the curtain at the end after their, their bows. They broke the curtain, threw me out, opened the curtain, and sang happy birthday to me in five-part operatic harmony. Oh, nice. I went back to my hotel room hysterical crying i was the loneliest man in the world Ugh. um went out the next night bought what? a big ass <sighs> bottle of wine big big old piece of stinky cheese sat in front of the eiffel tower we're all you know we're dramatists yeah. no it's 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 and poetic. I, I got fucking drunk but what 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 made you cross that line like just the fuck whole, it, the whole fuck it. The whole time I was desperately in love with my wife. Yeah, oh, I, no, I get I all wasn't that. Hearing, I wasn't hearing anybody else in recovery. But you were, you, you had made it some but time. It was, but it was six months that I hadn't been around recovery. And we say meeting makers make it. We say, you know, the therapeutic value. Was there part of you that thought, oh, I can have this wine and that's it? Or did you think, uh, fuck, no. recovery, it's out the window. I, I'm, I'm I back said, into I don't this need now. A, I don't need a fucking sponsor to show me how to wipe my watch or I wine I do what I ass. want. I'll I'm be, 40 years old. Right. I'll be fine. Look at me. I'm, it's the Eiffel Tower and the, right and the truth, And the truth of the matter is the drugs didn't get out of control again. <sighs> but my behavior did. The, sure. The, the next day, I had my crew... Doing all of my work. Well, yeah, you've changed your priorities all of a sudden. Um, my expense account was getting fudged. I had never fudged oh, shit. anything. Um, but I was doing it because I needed money to spend in Europe. Yeah. Um, and you're making excuses and justifications. How, how I got back was a funny story. Yeah, yeah, hold on, yeah. You're a prop man, you'll appreciate this. <sighs> Every stop we had, I had to build legs for a podium. I had a whole set of cause different heights of different pits. Yeah. Sure. Conductor had to see the stage. Some were yes. two feet high. Some were. If it's not adjustable. Some were six inches. Yeah. No, I just had a lot of two by fours. You make it adjustable. <laughs> so I got a letter from my mom. She had was going in for open heart surgery. This was, she had already had it. By the time the letter caught up to me, she had already on. had it. It's a lot going on, Stu. Um, and the producer was going in for open heart surgery when the tour ended. So I showed him the letter. I said, listen, I got to go. I got to go to my mom. I'm sure you'll no. Your contract says because I was a dick and didn't follow what they asked me to do, and now they're it, making you stick to the agreement. It says here if you want to quit before the tour is over, you have to pay for your replacements airfare to get over here. It's a weird stipulation, but goddamn, oh, it was a thousand dollars. I didn't have the thousand dollars. I said, Maestro, I can make you fire me. I can do things that'll make. I don't think you would do that to your. To I've watched you work. I don't think your work ethic will allow you to. I won't hurt the cast. I won't hurt it. But I can do. Oh my God! Tell me what you did. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? He had. Oh no! I think it was twelve-inch legs mm -hmm. <laughs> on his podium. Oh. I cut the. I sawed the front legs, 
down to a sixteenth of an inch. So just enough of an angle. No, it wasn't an angle. I cut the two by four. Uh-huh. I cut straight through the two by fours till there was maybe a sixteenth of an inch left all the way through the four inch part okay. of the two by four. All right. What is so this? That, a, I'm, I'm missing what it accomplishes. What does it do? He went like this. Oh boy. He went like this. Yeah. For the downstroke of the uh, prologue. The, yeah. He went like this. Went like this. The legs broke off the front. Oh sh. Oh. He tumbled. Oh, he tumbled. Oh he tumbled god. into the violas. Oh my god. I thought it was gonna be something so much more subtle. Holy crap. No, it wasn't you, subtle. You didn't go subtle. He didn't get hurt. Okay. I made I made sure it was a low yeah. platform. He didn't get hurt. But there but was no, there was no at, denying I was standing stage right. <laughs> he looked at me, I looked at him, he went like this. Yep. I went like this. Yep. That was the end of that. No. I, one thing I learned wow. one thing I learned early on <laughs> oh my God. is if you're gonna do a road ch- uh, gig. Check a contract. <laughs> no, make sure you have a, a return ticket. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that from other people too. You Make get sure stuck. You'll get it's stuck. Part of, you get you have a return ticket. Yeah, you want to get stuck. Yeah, that happens sometimes, dude. So that happens. You get fired, uh, but now you have a return. No, ticket? I, I have a return ticket. I come home. I, Did you any any further consequences with the the sabotage? No, the, no, 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 no. It was just you're fired. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Go. I mean, yeah, you did warn him. I mean. I, it wasn't like you just did it. Oh, I, I was the vet. And you're like, I'll find a reason. There was you need, a, you need I, a reason. I'll give you a reason. I wasn't gonna fuck with the crew. I wasn't gonna yeah. fuck. Porgy got his Porgy got his brick <laughs> uh, and his rose, and you know, she had the baby. No, you mess with the person that could make that decision. Yeah. You know. Okay, so you get home. That's that's all happened. You got all that behind you. You've had quite a lot of shit. On Everything your plate. going down. A lot of shit. On your Everything plate. going down and. Again, it was something tapping me on the shoulder and said, why don't you go to a meeting? Why don't you go to a meeting and, and share about how you're feeling and what you're going to do? I picked up a white chip again. Which is, which is what? The white is the surrender. That's your and fir- then you get first thir- day. Basically. Then you get 30 days. Then you get 60. So the, white's, the white is, I'm back in. And yeah. every year they give you another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up that and never looked back. That was... Uh, and then what happens with work at that point? I'm kind of curious how... I got back on a work list. Yeah. Did that help you at that point? Was it good to get back in? Did it feel hurtful? Yeah. Was it yeah. hard? Well, it, it was... Was it reminders it, of other it was, things? It was helpful. It was hard. It was helpful in as much as I was still in denial about Simi's using. Yeah. But you stayed by her side. I mean, that's so hard to do. While you're going through a thing, she's going through a different thing. There's lies yeah. and betrayal, but you understand. I, I would tell everybody, I love the woman, hate the disease. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. That's as cut and dry as yeah. you can get, and, and and relatable, unfortunately, right? But here's 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 the other side of the story. World, oh, July me. will be forty two years that we're married. So, yep. something happened. Yep, paired up, stayed together through all of this. Probably stronger for it. A couple of maybe a year, or two years after we get clean, she gets cut. She's a year behind me. We got work on uh too fast too furious together working together, together. like five in each other all right we're both, both of us this. both of us making movie money Fuck yes. we're gonna kill and i did a 60 hour week she did uh, more than that doing- and we both got checks for 200 dollars each what happened said thank you for letting us find you working together this is what you will be receiving until you pay us back the seventy eight thousand dollars you owe us for your friends at the irs oh no we hadn't they, filed in 10 years. They Al capone you. We hadn't filed in 10 years. Yeah, that's how they get you, man. What I find out is if you don't file, they file for you. 
if they file for you, yeah, it's not to your benefit. They don't take any deductions at all. So on the course of that movie, we paid them back. And here's the miracle. Movie ends. We're both out of work. We had just bought this new house. We had just sold our condo and bought this house. I was working with Mark Stasco, another dead stage head. <laughs> and we had a monitor that wouldn't work connected to a DVD player. And it wouldn't work, and it wouldn't work. And he's taking, he, he was one of these guys, he was taking the DVD player apart, oh, yeah, taking yeah. the back of the Mark, the craziest, I think it might just be one of the adapters. The craziest, Let's just run back and get a new adapter. Mm -hmm. It's not the adapter, I know it. I said, Mark, stop. Keep it simple, stupid. I went back and I got, it was a uh, an RCA adapter. Okay. Replaced the RCA adapter. Voila, it was yeah. an image. Hey, look at that. Didn't even need, no tools needed. I walked away. I got phone calls. Hey, congratulations. I heard you. Right into a steady My position. first steady job ever. I tell this all the time. If if we were to sit here and talk about the miracles that have happened to my life, we'd be here for I, I days. Well, as we've been here for a minute, I think the way to kind of link it all together is the sense of community that gets you through all of it, too. The sense of community you get at, in this job, in theater, in, in, in this world we live in is a very much... a a sense of community through a program like AA. When I first got clean, mm -hmm. I, I was a little bit soapboxish, but people wanted nothing to do with me. Over the years, over the months, and it didn't take that long, months, years, it has gained me respect. It has been part of who I am within the union. Absolutely. And I've been able to give back to my brothers and sisters, and in turn, Benefit myself. Yes. Yeah, but that's the community part of it. It is. And it is. And it really works in both worlds and all these worlds. There is a sense of giving back and there is a sense of, yeah, you're not in any preachy, but you don't come and preach. But people do know that, know that they can come to you. Listen, I got guys. They can come to you as, you're, if you're their boss, they can come to you and tell you these problems and it's not going to affect their stance at work. You're going to do what you can to help their life. I don't care what you do. I'm not judging you. Right. I would never judge you. Be safe. Be cool. Half of these guys I know are on fucking uh, Percocets. Oh well, yeah, we, yeah, work in a, we work in a we work in a rough business. We do. It, it takes a big there's, toll there, on the body. Yep, yep, yep. I know that I when I was getting high and I was working in a carpentry shop, I split my lip trying to tighten a bolt, un, trying to tighten a bolt, untighten a bolt the wrong way. Okay. I was going righty yeah. instead of lefty. Oh, yeah. Austra and, Australian and, rules. And it, it slipped off and hit me in the in the lip. Yeah. Why? Because I was smoking pot. But the real no judgment that I love from you is what I'm saying is if it is unmanageable and if you are in a place where you need help, you are a person Call that you me. can go to. Yeah. And it's knowing it will not get you fired. You're not going to write a letter to the employer. You're not going to use it against them. I'm not going to give them... A, a path anonymously. Nobody, and again, I repeat, nobody will know. If you're out there and you have a problem, a substance problem, and you're listening to this and you need help, call me. Um, but do me a favor. Call me before you get high. <laughs> yeah, it's an easier but conversation. To a, have. Yeah, but if, if if you can't do that, call me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm I'm here to help. I have a lot of connections in the industry. And I'm um, just an open ear. And short of 
posting your phone number. There's an email address I have for the show. You can reach out through that. I will gladly put you in touch with Stu. And, and you know, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. No, really, it's a service that is needed and provided not often enough. And it really is a business that, like, you think about like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like, we come from this world of like, you know, you're getting high backstage, Again, you're going out drinking after work. If it's maintainable and sustainable, and it's not. It it's out, not like that anymore. I mean, it used to be in. No, it used it to be not. in writers. It used to be in right in talents writers. But there's a version of it that exists still for sure. It was acceptable. Yeah, it's it, not as it acceptable. Was, it was acceptable. I guess we can say that back then. But it doesn't mean it doesn't still happen. Right. No, it was acceptable back then. Right. And then people realized what they were doing. I don't want that to be the way we end on it. And these were some amazing stories that are very helpful. But there are moments that you are in the room on these events that you can't even predict. And then you see what it is with people with like this talent that almost seems otherworldly and uh, there are certain impactful man there are certain people you see that you look at you know why you're doing what you're doing you know that why you're sacrificing for the art right which is such a good fun huge part of it all this money talk and the and there's you know the downsides or whatever that's what we're that's what we are supporting you know while i was working for the union as well. Mm-hmm. I was working in the biggest rock and roll house in New York City. Oh, what was that? Which place? Called the Ritz. Uh, the Ritz. And All right, right. It was the club everybody went to to rock and roll before they went to Studio Fifty Four back in the day. So who's playing there? Talking Heads, Ramones. Who do you got? Uh, I did the Ramones. Yeah. I did. Uh, come on, give me the some Cure. Name. I'd rather you have, did the Cure I'd in the eighties. Come on, that's uh, badass, man. That's great. Uh, Tina Turner. Okay, you wow. know, you expect it. There's a movie. What's Love Got to Do With It? Or about Tina Turner? About Tina Turner. Sure. And talks about her big comeback okay. concert at the Ritz. Oh, that were you there for that? I lit it. Come on. It wasn't her comeback concert. It was just another show she was doing at the Ritz. But you were there. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, we used pretty to cool. have- It's pretty we used fun. To have, pretty special, uh, I think. I like it. Um, what's the type of music when you sing to God? Uh, gospel. Or hymns? We yeah. used to have a gospel night. Yeah. And there was a singer who used to do it every, you know, she'd organize the whole thing. Okay. Her name was Sissy Houston. And she'd bring her 17-year-old daughter. Say, don't tell me her name was Whitney. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And Whitney would sing, you know, like one Thursday every month. This is before she, she was. She was 17. The Whitney Houston. Yeah, she was 17. That's I mean, And a set of pipes. I bet. Uh, Even then. This is why I'm doing this. Right. People would pay huge money to do what we do, and we are literally getting paid to be there. But when it's something that you can be a fan of as well, it's so much. We more brought we brought what's his name special Moondance um, Zappa. Oh, no. oh, Van Morrison, Van Morrison into the Night Center. <laughs> yeah, which was a thrill for me. Yeah, dude, I got a Zappa story. <laughs> Zappa played the Ritz. Oh, did he? And I'm the lighting designer. So I'm walking across the stage with a little joint in my hand. Oh, so this is before the... Uh, well before, this is more than 29 it, years ago. It, it, this was 1980. Okay. Um, my hair's down to the middle of my back. This <laughs> big, burly Samoan. Had to be 6'3", weighing about 280. Grabbed my ponytail, threw me down to the floor. Oh. Mr. Zappa doesn't let drugs anywhere near him on the stage. Damn right. It's like... <laughs> anything you say, sir. Yeah, sorry. Anything, yes, sir. Sorry, anything sir. you say, sir. Pardon me. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's known for that, really being against the whole the drug thing, because everyone assumed he was heavy into this. Into psychedelics. Heavy into it, with that music. But to be there at the time, I mean, he's, he's been gone gen- he for was a so genius. long. He's a genius. To be at a place like the Ritz in the 80s, in New York, as these different acts come through, and be a part of it. I was doing... Gorilla, gorilla theater, gorilla rock and roll right. for seventy five dollars a night, and it was every night. Get home at four in the morning, back in at ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. But I bet you were excited to I be was, there. I was twenty years old. You know what 20, I mean? No, no, I wasn't twenty. I was twenty five. So, yeah, I was twenty five. So yeah, still. But like, you've got to have some awareness of where you are and what you're a part of at that time. Oh yeah, and like where you're going to work. Oh, like yeah. that's the thing. I don't think enough people really key into is your office is a lighting booth. It's a stage. It's a theater. And it's a go, concert. When venue. you go into it, and it's there's nothing there to watch it blank and then transform and, and into this exactly, thing. Exactly, that's what it is. You're creating a story. You love it. You are me. Me are, are phenomenal. No, I hate you. Oh, good. I love you though because you're you. so talented. Aww. I love these oh, kids. Shucks. I broke in on a three-gun Sony projector, Whoa. where you had to balance green, blue, and red. Then you had to blend the colors so that they worked. Yeah. Then you had to focus the projector. Seems like a lot of time. And hope that and hope that it fit in the screen. That takes too much time. <laughs> That's and then too we, much work. And then we went to bigger projectors. And then we went to HD projectors, and it was still the same thing. And in walk, your guys got 20 white bricks on the stage. You walk out with your little tablet. I don't do it on a tablet. And there's a whole whole (laughs) set way over my head. And that's when I said, I'm done. It's it's a lot to keep up with. I spent a big career learning, Mm -hmm. and it's your turn. Thank you. That's what unions are about and I try and tell these kids nowadays I am much closer to the door out than I am to the door in I spent a lifetime I hope helping to build this local sure and you're working for it you're working for this local you're a member it's going to be your job to keep it going true and and that's what it is it's just new blood taking over there is a point where you don't you shouldn't have to continue to keep learning the new thing. The new There will always be the new thing, a new thing, whatever, whatever. But you can provide decades of experience that, and all that has stayed the same. There is still the same like work order, how to troubleshoot, how to follow signal flow. Is it done differently? Is it for different technology? Yes, but the theory is the same. Signal is signal. Signal is signal. Signal flow starts from somewhere and somewhere else. It's like sex. It's in, out, in, out, in, out. Follow it through. Where does it go? Uh, You need to know which side of the XLR goes to power and which side... That's what you need to know. You know what I mean? And I always heard uh, the nice thing for... uh, I think... Does it work for everybody? Yeah, it's the 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 female always runs away from the operator, which is fun yeah. to me. I think that's funny. Pin to power. You know? Yeah, pin to power. Pin to power. Fuck the truck, they would say. <laughs> Remember? Remember? Remember that? It's it's like it's cyclical. 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 I like cyclical that. Cyclical rhymes cyclical. with biblical.
Yeah. No, I, I listen, it's beautiful. And I, I feel like I've taken a lot of your time. And look, Stu, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for telling these, sharing these stories. I really think this is beyond just the humorous, harrowing stories of the business that yeah, I've been trying to even, get to. We didn't even get to the humorous, but that's, again, part it's of the right. business that's wonderful, it's, is that you get to have those kind of you stories. You have those moments, you get to share those laughs, get the perks of all these experiences. It's pretty damn cool. All Stu, right. thank Thanks, you so man. much, buddy. All righty. Oh, we did it. We did it. Well, we did it all right, and you did it. You made it all the way to the end. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you for making it this far. And as I like to say, if you've made it this far, I mean, you've listened to the whole thing. So why not uh, leave a review or uh, a rating or one of those things? Because it makes me feel good. And this is, you know, it's something I like to do. But God, you know, it'd be nice to know why uh, you guys like it to be done. Um, and I will keep doing it. Like I said, it's, it's, I'm scrapping these things together, uh, as time goes in real time, almost, I'm going to, yeah, we'll keep going and we'll have another one soon. It's going to be great. Um, who knows what it'll be. I mean, it could be anybody, it could be anybody. Will it be a stagehand? Will it be a dancer? Will it be a stage manager, a technical director or somebody else? Could it be you? Will you be in the South Florida area on tour or for other reasons, for other work reasons or other reasons, and we want to get together and talk, we can do that. That would be fun. Um, I've got stickers available for anyone who reaches out and wants them. I've got, uh, that's it for merch right now. That's it for the swag so far, but I got stickers and I have um, your best interests at heart. Um, believe me. Why not believe me? Might as well believe me. All right. Uh, you guys in, in Mexico and you, my buddy in Romania, thank you. I hope you're still listening. I hope I've kept your attention. That's pretty nice. Pretty nice. All right. Until the next one, here's one last listen to Stu's Stomach. I, is that your stomach?